What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough session. I sit with Matthew Petiti from Petiti's Painting in South Jersey, Philadelphia area. And he's kind of really just starting out, getting his feet wet in the business. He's been doing it now four to five months, um, really in a dry spell, like many of us during the holidays. Obviously, getting work for the first few weeks of January is kind of tough, but he's in a position where he can really just pivot his entire uh, business to being employees as opposed to what he's been doing with having a sub here and there, creating the company culture, a lot of things that a lot of us are striving to do. So I thought it'd be a great idea to bring him on for a business breakthrough. And I think you're really going to enjoy this session. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Matt Petiti. Um, and do we have it? What's the name of your painting business, bro? Uh, just Petiti Painting. Petiti Painting. Pretty mm -hmm. simple. Um, up in South Jersey, Philadelphia area? Uh, northeast, uh, typically just so just Philly area and then a little bit of Jersey, awesome, but mainly man. just Philly awesome. Area. So I don't, you know that I'm from there. I don't know if I told you, right? Yeah. I think a while back. You cool. mentioned yeah. That yeah. Too. I'm from there. So awesome, man. Love to help out a fellow, uh, contractor in the area. So let's dive in, man. So tell me, you know, like whenever I start one of these things, man, the most important thing for me is to find out what's going well and what could be going better. So start with that and we'll go from there. Yeah. So what's been going well has, so I'm six months in, um, like officially painting business, not just, you know, using my name to go around, but made it a legitimate business, um, really pushing forward and, uh, just really the name recognition of like, um, you know, word of mouth already, uh, which, you know, I've learned in the contracting business years ago that really works well. Um, what hasn't been going well is, um, I guess just, being winter, noticing that it did slow up. Like I've had quotes and estimates. Um, people held off a little bit for various reasons of what they say. Um, but being in sales, my past as well, um, I kind of know. You know the, the game of consistency. Yeah, I know the game of consistency. So that kind of, I figured winter was going to be like this just a bit. And now being in the industry myself, uh, I really noticed it like teller off um, yeah. as it going, maybe three jobs a month, four jobs to legitimately zero or one. So, um, okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't have many people to keep busy. What's the team look like? So right now it is mainly just me. However, I've had a strong, like uh, two guys, if definitely one, I'm anywhere from like maximum to three. Um, so it's been good if I can book something out far enough, I can line up my help. Um, right. But there's no one with that. It's, you know, my right hand. Gotcha. Just to gotcha. So the apprehension probably comes from your, I, I wouldn't say fear, quote unquote, but your inability to have, you know, like a set schedule of work, right? So you can't really promise somebody work. Is that kind of where that comes exactly, from? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So do you have anything in the pipeline now? So I do. So I have um, three of the estimates I was just talking about were fairly large, um, okay. about a week's worth of work for, you know, multiple people. Um, so that's definitely something that I know if I can book out, I, you know, I can at least, um, you know, promise these guys work for right. anywhere from a buffer. week. Yeah. A week to three weeks where I know that they'll trust in me that, Hey, he can get the jobs. Yeah. I want to keep 
coming back basically gotcha. being his. all right so example here let's say you book that job right let's say they call you they matt i want to go with you mm-hmm. do you have anything in place right now besides the people that you're kind of on the fence with working with do you have anything in place right now to to you know i would say recruit good painters or are you waiting until you get that to even start that process I would say waiting. So the only thing that I've really used to gain momentum just to get my name out there was a Facebook ad. Um, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about getting, getting employers. Oh, yeah, for so employees. Oh, that, okay. That's what I did use just to, you know, spread my name, not necessarily to get jobs, just to right. go another route rather than just a Craigslist or put an ad out on yeah. social media. Yeah. The reach. Um, but no, nothing like uh, that. I, that I know how to use yet to like, gotcha. So, so ad. you being in sales and I'll, I'll kind of give you kind of just some salesmen, the salesman here. I've been in sales. I know the game. Mm. When you have something greater motivating you than just money, would you agree that you have a little bit more determination to make that next call a little bit more? I would say a little bit more heart when it comes to communicating with a customer, a little mm. bit more passion about, you know, getting people to believe in you. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm already seeing kind of like a, a, a problem here with the order of operations. Right. So you're pretty much you're not betting on yourself, right? You're pretty much saying that like, if I get the job, I'll then hire as Mm -hmm. opposed to coming in with a confidence lion mindset of I'm going to hire now because I know I'm going to find the work. And that's the foundation of your, your whole business, because ultimately this isn't going to be the the last time, bro, that you run into an issue where you're not going to have work. Like you're going to run into this. I'm currently in it now. I mean, I have one week of workbook me, Bro, here in Florida, I'm not, I'm not battling winter. Just, it was just, it's been dry. Right. So, so I had to channel that same mindset that I'm telling you to channel, even though that you're in the very beginning of your business, I have eight people to keep busy. So what I'm, what I'm telling you to do is just amplified on a really large scale for me. I have to make double the phone calls. I've got to make double the, you know, you know, the incentives. I really got to get my name out there, not only as a premier company, but one that's willing to make you a great deal to let us get booked for this first couple of weeks of January, which is always a little bit of a challenge right after the holidays. So my approach in your shoes right now, coming from my perspective is, is that the game you're playing right now, especially knowing that there's at least a three week feedback loop in terms of getting a quality worker in your business. I mean, the biggest mistake you can make is taking on a job and then rushing the hiring process. The ball's in your court, bro. Cause ultimately there's two things that I want to say. Number one would be that you're right after the holidays. There's a lot of contractors that are in the same position as you and would say, you know what? I'd rather work for a company. I don't want to have to do what you're about to do, which is to go hunt and go find the work, right? You're the salesman. That's the hardest job is to get people to buy from you. Okay. And they're the type of people that are great at what they do, but they've given up on the business aspect and they'd rather just work for somebody and make a good hourly wage. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a labor pool right now that is available to you because everybody's in the same boat that you're in. And it's like, there's two ways to look at it. It's like, we're all kind of waiting around, or you're going to be the one that actually promises a job and then sees if you can fulfill that promise. Now, here's the thing. I know that you have more than $500 in your bank account. So with that being said, worst case scenario, penalize yourself $500 for not being able to keep this rock star employee busy. And, and you know what I'm saying? That'll motive, you know what I'm saying? That's because if you start hiring right now, like you need time to get the applicants. And again, and I'd like to, at some point through this, give you my hiring process, um, get the applicants, filter out the applicants, 
do a phone interview, do an in-person interview, do a social media check, like do all these things before you actually offer them employment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately that's, what's going to happen. And then ultimately when you get that job, you're going to be ready, you know? And even if they have to wait, they have to wait. If they find someone else to work for, they find someone else to work for. What do you think about that? No, I think it's a great idea. And I've experienced it with um, one guy so far who came back that previous ad thing I just mentioned, but I did get a call back. Basically he reached out to me, um, was looking for work. He's solo. So I have him um, not on the back burner, but basically, you know, that I'm on going standby. to be, yeah, standby that I'm going to be booking jobs and, um, you know, going to take the risk, no ma- probably no matter what on the first one, like I, you know, I've seen some of his work. Um, he works solo. It would be something, you know, you're going to have to try in my opinion. Um, at some point you're going to have to try somebody out, whether, you know, the interview goes well, right. Or if it does, you know, hopefully obviously yeah. if it goes well, you're going to bring someone along board. Yeah. Um, so that's what I currently have is, is definitely one. Um, I had somebody else who's like you just said, he found something else because, you know, it's not his main job. So if he gets a call back from his, you know, his typical right. employer, he's, you know, it is what it is. He's going back. So that's not right. where I can be like, all right, got him on the line, ready for a week or two of work. Right. So um, right now, no, just one. Um, that's where I'm at, though, with, you know, right. getting this hiring process for my own, not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because part of where I was going with that is building an employee foundation, because mm-hmm. I know that you're right now, that to me sounds like a subcontractor relationship, which I know that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I know that that was probably something that you were leaning toward. Would, are you considering building a team of employees that work for Petiti Painting as opposed to Joe's Painting who subcontracts for Petiti Painting? Is that kind of the direction you'd like to head into? Yeah, my personal preference um, would be for my employees just based off of my prior experience being a sub contractor right. an independent contractor right. that i was in my past so i want to go that route employee um i just think that there's more value personally in it and, uh, yeah. and you um, can come across a lot more firm with customers about you know about some that, yeah somebody yeah, you've helps. been with my employee as opposed to somebody rolling up maybe in another truck that is working right. for you for one week nothing wrong with that but it has to happen at some point then but my goal is the employee uh direction right. though, and is, i think that the difference between like the longer you wait to implement that employee direction, the harder it's going to be when you start making money and you're starting to, you know, book jobs. And it's like, you're in this incubator phase right now where you have the ability to honestly, like be there with those guys and set the standards, set what they need to do. Cause I was in your position. I was right there. It was mm-hmm. just me. Right. Um, and there was a point in time where I was painting my own jobs And I had a subcontractor that I trusted, which was quote unquote, one guy, he brought along a helper and the things that we always fear happened after about a month or so they did great work and it was awesome. I wasn't paying taxes on them. I was just enjoying, I was like, man, this is great. You know, write the check, you know, whatever. And, and not really thinking about it in the way I should have. Um, and then guess what turned into, you know, he tried to sell a job under, under my, under my feet, you know, and then, you know, they're leaving when they want and they're not showing up when they want. And then not like the standard wasn't there. They did not care about premium painting. They cared about themselves. Mm-hmm. They cared about that. They got, they got, you know, that's just what happened. And it, it was my fault. I, I, I took responsibility for it. So from there, you know, finding um, somebody that would believe in the vision with me, it's like, Hey man, I'm going to offer you an opportunity to be a manager of, you know, my crew, we're going to develop a team of crew, but for right now we're going to work side by side. And I think that's what you should be 
eyeballing. Like when you're hiring, you need to know what you're looking for. Like when I, I have my company set up to where I know exactly like who I'm looking for when I need them. So if you were to categorize my crew, you got, you know, a one, two, three, and a four. If the four leaves for whatever reason, I don't need a project manager. I need somebody that falls into that skill set. But if my one leaves, then that's like red alert, man. That's yeah. going to be making sure that I have somebody that knows every aspect of painting, knows how to spray, knows how to communicate with customers, knows how to run a job that has some sort of management experience. Like, so in my mind, when I'm telling you, Hey man, you need to get on this. It's more so me knowing what role you actually need. I'm not saying that you, you, you know, you can't find a subcontractor contractor. And that's like a short term fix, especially because that's not really what your goal is. My, my, you know, advice to you right now is to find a project manager immediately mm. in this time period where you can really spend time working side by side with this guy, you know, and it's slow pace. Like you guys can work together, bro. I mean, there's no rush to build a solid business. There's people that have been in business for four or five years that are right where you are and still treading water saying, Hey, I have one sub here that could do this. Um, you know, in the same position, I do this a lot and I know, and I'm saying that like, even if you and that guy work together for a month and you paid him great money to just stick with you as an employee, you can build something from that. And then once you see how he works, when you hire the next guy, you're comparing personalities and you're thinking, can these two collaborate together? Can these guys work together? And you're jumping in whenever you can and helping the flow of the jobs. And like, you're building this, like this team and yeah. you're doing that. And it all starts with this one person that you're finding. So my suggestion is stop wasting your resources, keeping a subcontractor busy just to make money. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a, that to me, honestly, it's like, he's not loyal to you. These resources are hard to find right now. And what you're doing is you're essentially building someone else's business. In my opinion, it's their mm -hmm. subcontracting business, you know, utilize these yeah. jobs that you're given and build your team around them. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I'm looking for basically the person who has been working with me and helping me is like exactly what I am looking for. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're, um, already involved in like another industry, which is, you know, I'm just my first six months. I'm, this is why I'm here. You know, I'm learning how to do these things. So, yeah. but I already know like the type of person I want to find and it's right. really just going about it. And, you know, exactly what you just said, the loyalty, if, you know, if I, you know, if I'm going to take a hit for four to six weeks, just to keep someone along board, maybe we only work two weeks, but if it's, you know, someone that can be here for the long haul, that's exactly what the early yeah. payoff is way worth it. I mean, yeah, but you have the strategic advantage of, of being sales heavy, right? So mm -hmm. that's where I'm getting at is like, if, if the reason you have not pursued this person is because you're not certain that you can keep them busy. Think about it this way. If you had a child at home, Mm -hmm. and the child needed to eat and it's the same mentality bro if yeah. this if you don't sell then the, the promises that you made to this person you're going to be more creative more resourceful it happened to me every single time i hired somebody every time i hired somebody i'm like man i don't know if i can bring someone else on i don't know if i'm going to be able to get that job but it made me so much more hungry mm -hmm. and in sales you need that motivation to you know to make those calls to yeah. deal with the rejections to get people to say yes to say hey listen I was telling people straight up, I said, listen, I'll be honest with you. The first week of January is the hardest week of the year to schedule. I'm in a position right now where I have two crews and we need work and I want to give you an awesome deal. What do we have to do to earn your business? And I just leave it there and just let them tell me how I needed to sell them. 
And, you know, with that approach, like it wasn't about me making money. It was more so me making sure that my guys had work. I'll make the money when we have a buffer. I'm more worried about getting my guys work. And when you come in with that mindset, you can lower your prices. You don't need to, you don't need to hit home runs. Cause again, like I said, you're in that incubator period. So bringing on that guy, you're going to be able to price your jobs in a way that just keeps, keeps the the ship running. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a little bit of a buffer, right? And, and you could do that. You know, that's what I'm saying is like, get on that project manager now. No, Find for sure. Now. Yeah. Is I think yeah, what you said perfectly about the buffer, you know, if they're working for two weeks, that leaves me two weeks open to, you know, I can talk to as many people that funnel talk in. Talk as many I, people as you want, price it now up. The, now the confidence is slowly getting there, knowing that you're basically obviously relying on, you know, you have somebody with you and then slowly, um, like you said, I got to jump in, I'm jumping in, but, you know, slowly build a team as the build weeks the team go on. Slowly. And it's a slow process, but look, I mean, I work from home, bro. I don't mm-hmm. go to jobs anymore. I have two crews out there, a supervisor, they take care of everything. And that was every single person that I brought into my business was brought in with care. Mm-hmm. It was never a rush decision. It was never let me just throw someone in there. It was like, I'm going to curate this person. I'm going to find them. I'm going to interview them. I'm going to give them a working interview. And then I'm going to see if they fit well with our team. And that's how you hire. And it's like, like for me, I'm saying like today, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you kind of a form that I use to hire people. And we're going to do that after this for your time. But I really want to help you with that because you got to think of the huge labor pool that's out there of people, right? And the goal is to funnel those people to be your perfect candidate. And there's a certain process that you need to do in order to do that. You can't just say, I need a painter with a driver's license. That's exactly what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? You want somebody that you want to, you want to make sure you're putting out there exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Yeah. I want more than, yeah. More than just showing up one week. And if you can't work the next, it is what it is. I need someone. uh, Yeah. 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 Loyalty. And you know, what, what's, you know, what, what do they want out of it as well? Like, you know, if they're willing, you know, long-term, then that's exactly what I'm here for. And if not, you know, I feel like, you know, you can get that off of an interview. Um, and you know, that's the well, whole yeah. process. Yeah. It's the whole process. You may have to do five to 10 interviews mm-hmm. before you find this person, but that's this dead time that you're in right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. honestly, like the, this is the time. And there's, like I said, there's a huge labor pool right now of quality people that need a job mm-hmm. and they don't need to know that you don't have any work lined up. They don't need to know that you're a brand new business. They don't need to know that they don't need to know anything, dude. All they need to know is that you show up when you go there and you're a presence and they could tell that you have business sense about you and you could give them the vision. And when you sell them the vision of, hey, this is where we're heading and I need somebody that wants to come along with me. This is the pay. This is the expectation. We're going to build this together. I need somebody that can lead a crew. And I want to know if you're you're that applicant. Yeah, that's exactly what my thought process and mindset was. Yeah. Still is, was a little bit more and then slowed down, picked up and I was cramming things in, but as we're in this downtime, you know, exactly what we're talking about now. Um, yeah, it's exactly what right. we're looking for right. because of the time frame that we're in, because I can get, a, you know, emails back in a week that say, we want this job. We want this. And then before you know it, I'm four weeks in with work and who do right. I got? And I, you know, myself, which it is, you know, got to put the work out sometimes, but obviously this is the yeah. time to build. So, um, right. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, I think that the, the big thing for you is just like, really, I mean, you know, and you said you have a couple estimates out currently, right? Yeah. Uh, three yeah. currently. Yeah. Okay. Three cool. from so, like referral, like people that don't work for. So it's already a, you know, a very good relationship. It's kind of just working out, 
the you know the emails back that say maybe not now but i'm already going back and forth with the um you know what you know what can i do to make this work you know can we break it down room by room um not do the whole downstairs at once so you know kind of working it where um you know we can schedule these things now not just saying oh well the price doesn't work let's move on so um yeah doing everything i can to turn these referrals into you know deposits yeah. and get something lined yeah. up so so yeah. so let me ask you this let's dive into that for a second like so you know what so there's two ways that i sell jobs when i need them right i use two different two different things like number one i create the urgency i give them a reason to mm -hmm. actually buy you know there's no emergency paint jobs bro i mean no, there's there isn't. there's never no. been an emergency paint job ever there may be like a you know, might, they might not like the color and it might be like hard to look at, but it's still not an emergency. Not like it would be if the roof was leaking, right? Where mm -hmm. the ball's in our court. Hey, we'll come when we can, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? That's, that doesn't exist for us. So we have to be creative. We can't just go that, we can't just go that route. So what we do is we find a way to create urgency, right? So whenever I look at a, you know, a potential job, whenever I'm looking at an estimate, I'm thinking like, what would be the reason these people would want to want to hire me? And the first thing I figure out is like, why, you know, so I identify like why they want the job done and majority of the time it's either, you know, because they hate the colors or HOA. So once you figure that out, that puts the ball in your court. So out of any of those jobs, do you have any clue, like any, anything specific that you could tell me like why one of them wants the job done? So I can give you an example of like what I would, what I would say to try to sell it a little faster. Yeah. One is, um, a full downstairs, um, kitchen was like redone. So they have like walls cut out that are getting replaced, but okay. uh, everything else is they're doing an overhaul of the downstairs. So it's, it's a, it's a, um, it all flows together. So okay. once they paint the, you know, once you get involved in the kitchen, we're doing the, the whole thing. It's really only broken up by like, a okay. So, so that one, so are you waiting for, um, the other contractors come in to do that before no, you can get started? No. So I actually put that in with Mayan, um, to do the drywall and stuff. And then, you know, I separate okay. them. If yes, here it is. Okay. If you want us to do it. Um, yeah. And if not, here's the paint price. Um, and then that was one of the ones I was kind of diving into a bit about breaking it down by a room. Cause it's kind of separated. So you can get away right. with doing a little bit on right. one side of the room and then one side of not, but um, that would be the best one. The other one is just four separate bedrooms, which four separate bedrooms. Okay. Yeah, which the urgency isn't completely there. Um, you just want to change the color. Yeah. And nobody's, I, their children do live there, but I think they just moved back. So there's not necessarily as much urgency with that one as the okay, one. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll use that one. Cause that's the one I'm more attracted to. I don't like any, like the, you know, with the other one, it sounds super complicated. sounds super time consuming for you with the drywall. Right. What I, I mean, yeah, do you, yeah. You, yeah, more, like, oh, hey, yeah, much more than if I just go in and much more than you just knocked yeah. out the four rooms. So yeah, for me, yeah. So for me, like I would, I would be heavy on that four rooms. What'd you quote it for? What was the price? Uh, top of my head. I had to go look. I could look though while we're talking. Um, yeah, look, take a second. I got fifty-four eighty-four for four bedrooms. Uh, and a master bathroom. I apologize. And a master bathroom. So it's oh, like, it's a, bathroom. it's a large master bathroom with about so 17, 20 so, foot ceiling, like on a one side. Yeah. Um, it's basically another bedroom is their master bathroom. Is it just bathroom. walls or, or ceilings and trim? It's, and so doors? it's everything in every room. Ceilings, so, walls, trim, doors, 54. Mm -hmm. Okay. 54, like 84, right? Yeah. We can round up to 55. Right. When, did you, send 55. The, when did you send the proposal? Mm. 
email would have been around. Oh, I got a date. This one has eleven twenty three. So about around that week that it was sent. That's when I created it. So probably 11, within a day or two. Eleven twenty three, November twenty yeah. third. Have you spoken to them since? A handful of times back and forth about waiting. Um, so I haven't really gone back to them with the urgency email really since. Um, it's kind of going back and forth about waiting. Uh, not like I did with the other home. Have you spoken where, to them on the phone though? Not since, no. Not since. Okay, so we know that that's the, probably one of the biggest things that you could be doing is getting on the phone with them, mm -hmm. even though it's a little tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys have conversed through email. I don't, I don't care. You know, for me, I know that yeah. I'm hunting, dude. I mean, I, I don't like my guy's got to work. So it's like, it's easy no, to totally me, agree. right? So, so you're looking at a price of 5,400, right? So if you, so what's the re like, why would they want to go with you? Right? Like what's the urgency that you could, you can use you and I both know that your margins through the roof here, because ultimately you're the only one that you're employing at this point in time. Or yeah, so it, was, yeah. it was the thought process of like numbers I've had, if you from, had somebody like right. to, that I'm going to get sort of to recruit, right. let's say, for that so, job. So, yeah. So, everything yes. is covered. Yeah, Perfect. Everything. And I love this scenario. This is exactly what I'm talking about, right? So, do you have any work for the first week of January, January 4th? No. No. All right. So, you need them more than they need you. Yeah. Okay. People aren't expecting discounts in, in this trade. They, they don't no. expect it. They, they think that the price is what the price is. They get a couple other quotes, and they think that's it. Okay. This is where you're allowed to come in as a salesperson. You know, the, 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 the thing is, is that a majority of people that have like won this trade over so many years have just been contractors and not many manager salespeople have ventured in to this business. So where I'm getting at is that we know that your bottom line price on this is probably four grand. Would you agree? I mean, you would, you would take the job for four grand. I mean, you're probably thinking about- Yeah, I would have to re- yeah. Whatever, yeah. re, uh, or, or go back over it, but I mean, yeah, I guess you can I mean, say if you it's it. it's either well, think about it this way would you rather have no money the first week of January? Uh, or I mean, yeah, I'd rather have yeah. that, yeah. right? So, we're not going to go to four grand though, but but yeah. hear me out like, remember, this is the strategy that you need to develop low margins when you need them, high margins when you don't. Okay, so mm -hmm. let's just say this let's say you pick up the phone and you say, Hey, Mrs. Jones, listen, I don't want to waste much of your time, I'm actually just reaching out to you. I just wanted to be forthright with you. The first week of January is a very tough week for us to get scheduled. It's right after the holidays. I would love to do the job for you. And I looked over my notes here and I figured I'd throw something crazy out for you in terms of reworking this proposal. Let me just ask you first, if I give you an insane deal, would you allow us to get started for the first week of January? And then you're sitting there waiting. If she says, no, no, we're not, we're not doing it. Don't even tell me. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Let, what's the deal? There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's whatever you want it to be. I'd say, listen, if you place a deposit today, urgency, I'll take a thousand dollars off your price and you sold it for 4480, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. No, I thousand dollars off your price. Who is saying no to that? And it's like, if they know that they need it, they like you as the person, they probably said, you know, Matt's a great guy. His price is a little high, but you know, we'll wait until we get our tax return to do it or whatever. It's something that we want to do. Mm -hmm. Cool. You lock that job in for your employees. Next. Now you're on to the next one. Now you're yeah. on to the next one. Now you're on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? I think that subconsciously you're afraid to do that. And I could be wrong. And maybe I'm just saying this for the podcast, but subconsciously you may be afraid to do that or that kind of intimidates you in a way because you're selling the job for yourself. And you're thinking, if I got to go in there and do that, I at least want to make X amount of money. You know what I'm saying? 
And I know that you so said you sold it with the idea of somebody else helping you, but right now that's not true. We don't have anyone yet besides this one subcontractor. Yeah. You but know, the way, yeah, yeah, I agree. With It'll that be a lot cheaper a lot though with an employee because you could pay somebody, you know, the going rate for a manager up there, I think is between 20, 20 and $25. Mm -hmm. So if he works the whole week there, you know, which he should be able to get that whole thing done. I mean, you're looking at a thousand dollars in labor. Yeah. And then no more than 500 in paint. So that's a killer profit. No, I agree. It's just, yeah, really learning. Um, Cause being in the paint industry before kind of just learning, learning these things as I go now being on the other side, I would say, yeah, maybe lowering things or just the concern is obviously having people um, basically on standby, what we just spoke right. about, which is a ton of great, obviously great information to move forward with that. And the fact that, um, yeah, I guess just really the quick turnaround, not having anyone set in stone where I could pick the phone up and be like, Hey, Tom and Jim or whatever, we're going in January 9th for five days or something like that. So that's definitely, I would probably say like a, a, a solid holdup for me right now to create more urgency um, with a few of the jobs that I have, like just, you know, in the pipeline. Right. It wasn't a hundred percent. No, but it's also, you know, I'm still 50, 50. I'm doing my sales thing, but it's when really you have just, confidence in the production, you're going to have confidence in the sales. I'm 100%. telling you to create false confidence right now because you can't really have one without the other anyway. I mean, ultimately yeah. like it, that, that's where, that's where I'm getting at is like today higher. Mm -hmm. Even if you know, there's no jobs coming. If you sit down with somebody and you, man, I want this guy to work with me. Mm -hmm. Like you'll have, you'll find that guy. He's like, I want this guy. Yeah. I got to show up and I got to do my job now. It's going to mm -hmm. be different, man. I can't explain it to you in a way that like you can get it right now, but you'll know what I'm talking about. When you do that interview and you meet that person that you think that you can build your company around, you're not going to want to let them down and you're not going to want to let them go. So it's like you being a salesperson, you're going to build that muscle that just like doesn't care. Yeah, I agree. Working, you know, I, I like that being relied on, which is probably why I've been in sales for so long and now right. moved over to the contracting industry and painting, which, you know, I'd like, I don't mind the labor, obviously the labor, but I, the point of me starting my own business. I like that I you want, do the labor too. I, I mean, that's something I always want to be a part of. Obviously, I don't want to, I'm not going to do it 40 hours a week in the long term. You know, I don't mind doing a day because I enjoy it. But the, obviously, the, the long term goal of my business, why I did it was to, you know, create the sales aspect and create a team and an environment where people want to be around knowing that they can rely on me, which, you know, I like that, which is, I think, why a lot of people start their own business, in my opinion, maybe for yourself, you like, right. you know, it's, it's just something that I, I, I do like, you know, because you can bring people on board and they trust you. So, um, yeah, it's really just narrowing it down that I got to get on the hiring process, which is, and then have a bit more confidence when it comes to making that phone call being like, Hey, yeah. you know, we're, we're good to go January 15th, you know, 4,500, what are your thoughts? And then can we immediately pick up the phone to be, you know, be yeah. ready to go. Yeah, as opposed but ultimately, to, you know, ultimately I know that that's still like, still, I could tell it's like one of those things that you're not quite ready to do. That's why I'm saying sell the job, sell the promise, and then bet on yourself to fulfill the promise. And mm -hmm. it's like that, that's a test for you. And it, it's like a test that you're going to have to go through to feel the burn of either not being prepared, or you're mm -hmm. going to feel the burn of, you know, not having a job. Like it's either one of the two things that you're going to feel like, I would prefer you to feel the burn of not being prepared to do the job and just going through the grit of doing it without the right resources or without the right painter or having you doing it yourself, but Literally having ready. that, 
What's that? I did that already. I painted a yeah. whole condo with yeah. my, very, wow. my very first big jobs. It was empty. It just so happened I got it. And um, that was one of the ones where we talked, he gave me a deposit and next thing you know, I'm figuring it out, but you know, I'm still in that phase where I'm in the first six months to a year where it is, I don't care. And I did was going to figure it out. So I did get some extra yeah. help with guys who I did work with. Yeah. But you know, the point of the story was I ended up just doing a lot of it myself. Yeah. It's great. Um, learn a lot, but um, I do know exactly what you mean where, you know, sell it and you sell know, it. Yeah. You've done, find, you've done yeah, that. Do it, yeah. yeah. You, you can't like, you can't get better without a job. So it's like, yeah. I'd rather you have a job to work this system around like, okay, cool. We got a job for the first week of January. I'm going to put out an ad, you know, maybe you'll schedule that job for Thursday of the first week of January to, to give you an opportunity to get people through the new year. And then you can start doing a couple estimates Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, set up mm -hmm. a working interview with two guys, have them come with you, see how they work. Maybe, you know, like that's how I, I see it. It's like, okay, cool. They're going to work on this job. You don't work on the job because you want to stretch that job out as long as you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you have time to get another one. Okay, guys, we're going to the next one uh, mm -hmm. Tuesday, even if there's a day in between. All right, guys, we're actually working Tuesday, not Monday. Take Monday off. You know, and then Tuesday, we got Tuesday, Wednesday. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a Monday, Tuesday, and then I wouldn't be able to have another job that would fill three days. So I'd be like, all right, we're off Wednesday. and We'll be back Thursday and Friday until I got that, that system down. And it's like, you're kind of just playing like a game of cat and mouse, really with, you know, getting jobs and giving to your guys, getting jobs, giving to your guys. But, you know, it really just starts that one job and then you yeah. just build off from there. Well, my biggest hold up too, um, just being on the topic of finding someone is um, now that something is like my own working for myself, starting this is like not really letting go, but you do have to put out the effort to find that person to essentially run it with you, like the project manager. So it's not, it's not something I'm not comfortable with. It's just something that you have to, learn how to like move forward and get over that someone will be with this. If you want to grow the business, yeah, someone's got to be with you at, at the see, top. To honestly, see yourself as what you will be, which mm. being as a professional as you are with, you know, your, your sales presentation, your business acumen, these things are attractive to somebody who has worked for contractors that don't have these things. And they're not, they're not certain that they're going to get paid the next week. Not because they don't have the job, just because the business owner doesn't care enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like for me, like I don't just see the people that I employ as the people that I employ. I see them individually as how many family members are they taking care of that I'm responsible for. Mm -hmm. And the last time I counted, it was around 50 people are directly impacted from my ability to sell one job. Mm -hmm. And to me, you know, that's some, that's some weight that gets me past any barrier of, you know, am I coming across too strong? Am I coming across too annoying? Am I coming across whatever? I don't care. I know that I have a responsibility not only to myself to hit higher standards than I did the day before and my guys to make sure that they're working. And you're in a very, very good position in terms of like where you come in at. I just did an interview with somebody. He worked for College Works Painting. He's seen growth. So when he started his painting business, like a million dollars isn't exciting to him. He's seen what 5 million looks like. So it's yeah. like, he doesn't like see a million as the ceiling. He sees 5 million as the ceiling. Yeah. So he's heading that way. And it's like, you're, you're already seeing that sales and marketing are like very important and the production is good. But what you need to do is you need to get somebody to take that over for you. So you can focus on the sales and sales and marketing. I know that you're saying it's something you don't want to break away from, but you and I both know that sales and marketing is a full-time job. 
100 yeah because i was already when i was super busy with the painting business for three four months i was running around which is it's great you gotta you gotta grind to start yeah you gotta start it's great and now when you see that the profits can be larger and then you do get you want the larger jobs i want to paint a full house of course week after week after week um but yeah you got you just gotta have the help about it Think right. about it this way, right? Like, what are you selling yourself your time for, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go and do a job that you can pay someone else to do for, let's say, $25 an hour, that's what you're valuing your time at. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, wouldn't you agree that your time is much more valuable selling jobs for profit rather than working inside the jobs that you're selling for a wage? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of how you have to see it if you really have a hard time breaking away. Um, but the control aspect I know is there. You're new in the business. You want to mm. make sure you're doing a great job. And I don't think that you don't have to like be a part of that. You just have to have a supervision role yeah. where you're stopping in, you're calling the customer. Dude, we're in a business right now where we get free managers. I say this all the time. <laughs> the homeowners are our managers. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. they're watching our guys. Agree, if, our guys yeah. are, if our guys are out smoking cigarettes and hanging out for the whole day, guess what? Customer's probably going to let us know, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys doing all day? Yeah. What are you guys doing all day? Hey, the guys didn't get here till nine o'clock. What happened? Thank you, Mrs. Jones. I'll make sure I, uh, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, because I'm definitely the type moving forward once I get that person. I, you know, I want to be there like day one, maybe day three or clean up, see how things are. Like, you know, I'm not going to be the type who probably never goes to a job, but yeah, I want to do this now when I'm only six months in is find this person where I'm not doing this two years in and I'm laboring for two years while I'm also right. trying to, so and I don't think oh, $500,000 in pain or something like yeah. that, just to lit like, you know, a lot of more. And I don't think that'll it. be the case, bro. And you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're heading in the right direction. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's our time, man. I'm going to wrap this up, but I want to thank you, Matt. I think we should jump on again, man. I'd love to hear your progress after the new year. Um, yeah, sure. and you know, was this helpful for you? Oh yeah. 100%. Awesome, took, uh, awesome. yeah. The hiring process, big part, which yeah, we'll get, so we'll good. dive into that, man. I appreciate your time. Yeah, All right. So, right. um, Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.